This month, Streaming Things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Valerie, Stanton Valentino, Aaron Layton, Crystal Trujillo, John Collins, Ghost, Andrew Gray, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza. I'm Steve. I'm Jimmy. And this is Streaming Things, continuing our coverage of The Last of Us on HBO Max, episode three this time, titled Long, Long Time. Billstown was right there, but I like this as well. So we just finished watching the episode. If you've never listened to our show before, episode three is a weird time to tune in, but we're glad to have you. And uh, we heard... Big, big things, big praise in advance of this episode. Many critics have said mm-hmm. this is one of the best episodes of television that they've seen ever and anything, right? And you're talking, you're talking Sopranos. You're talking Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. You're talking uh, Benson. Everything amazing you can think Benson. of. <laughs> Benson, he says. We're talking Love Boat. We're talking The Glee Project. The We're reality show spinoff. Night Court. <laughs> <laughs> anything you can think of that's amazing. This is up there. So with those high expectations in mind, what we always do, we go around the table. We finished watching 10 minutes ago. Uh, It is very late here on the East Coast. And uh, we'll go over our overall thoughts, our initial reactions without spoilers. And then we'll lead into uh, a recap, a play-by-play, scene-by-scene of the episode, ending with a few segments that we do. One is called Bullets and Pills. Pills, baby! Where we talk about all the Easter eggs, things that are from the game that we might have pulled or noticed that were left as little details uh, for longtime fans. And then we'll do our favorite Fireflies, our top three favorite moments of the episode, counting down from three to one each. And finally, cap it off with with our outbreak performance, Steve, get it. It's like a, a, a an outbreak, but like a outbreak out performance. Mm-hmm. Get it? Yeah. Or words. Mm. Clever mm. words, which is our favorite performance of the episode. So we'll give that to one of the actors and that's the shtick. That's what we do. You can email the show at any time. Do it at streaming things pod at gmail.com. And so you, you, sh- you should email us because tell them why Steve. We are going to do a mid-season mailbag (laughs) episode where we will read off uh, some emails that you guys send in, like some things that maybe we missed in uh, Bullets and Pills, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe (laughs) you guys are wondering where the show is going to go, how faithful they're going to be to the video game. Anything you guys want to do, we are going to do a mailbag, and it's all going to be about you, the Mm -hmm. listener. Get get Mm -hmm. weird. Get weird. Get get weird with it. Like, kiss people with your tentacle mouths. Do Mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. Get weird. You can also follow us on Twitter at StreamThingPod. Uh, I'm at Movies Are Therapy. Steve is Steve May 13. You can follow me on Instagram at the same tag as well. You can DM me there about the show. We'll try to include that in the mailbag. My Instagram is S underscore May 05. S underscore May 05, baby. No, baby. 
Um, and also we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash streaming things. You can subscribe at a variety of tiers and be privy to bonus episodes. Google or not Google. I always do that. Discord hangouts. Oh man. Uh, if you're a member of the discord, talk Discord's to us there at any time. So many good people in there. I can't yeah. describe to you what it's like to be a member there. You will feel like you have many, many friends. There's some super cool people and a lot, uh, they're a lot smarter and harder working than us that actually run the discord. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that at all. Like I'm very much not involved in that portion. So everything's yeah, straight if, there. If, and if you become a patron at a, at a certain tier, we just did a bonus episode on Mad Max Fury Road to kind of fit in theme with the post-apocalyptic mm. theme we got going on with Last of Us. So if you want to hear our thoughts, Chris and I's thoughts on Mad Max Fury Road, check it out. Yeah, that'll be dropping a couple of days after you hear this, if you're hearing it on the day of release. So could happen Tuesday. Um, so, oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, baby. Because that's the last day last of the Last day month. of the January. Yeah, we got it in there. <laughs> got it in. <laughs> <laughs> it's the January bonus episode. Uh, I think that's all the business news. We are going to be covering Yellow Jackets, if you're a fan of that show. <gasps> Big news. So starting nice. next week, uh, we're going to start with season one of Yellow Jackets. I gave, uh, well, don't tell Showtime, but I hooked Steve up so he's got access. Yeah, he we'll did. just say that. And Steve's never seen it before. It'll be my second watch through and we'll be watching and, and recapping each one of those episodes all the way up into uh, season two's debut, which I think is March 24th, which will be right as The Last of Us ends. How's that for serendipity, baby? It's almost like it was meant to be. And I'll be watching Succession season four at the same time. I'm going to be I'm a gifted, blessed person. Very busy boy. No, not busy. Just blessed. Blast. Hashtag, Hashtag blessed. Blast. Uh, so that's it. All right, let's do it. Let's what's what's your overall thoughts on long, long time directed by Peter Hoare, Steve? I don't know why you put so much stank on uh, Peter's <laughs> name. Peter Hoare. Hoare. If, you put, <laughs> if you put the emphasis on the first one, it's worse. He's old Peter Hoare. <laughs> I didn't even catch his first name. Was his name's Peter Hoare. What a guy. He's probably a really nice guy. Love that dude. Uh, his, his cousin, cocksucker. It's <laughs> a very good uh, episode sorry. to direct. Sorry, Steve. I'm sorry to ruin everything in advance. What were your overall thoughts on episode three? <laughs> Throw that to me again, <laughs> Stephen. What are your overall thoughts on episode three? Well, like you said in the lead up to this episode, there's a lot of uh, hubbubaloo, hubbubaloo, hullabaloo, hullabaloo. I can't say that word. Thank you. Hubbubaloo. Hubbubaloo. You keep wanting to say hubbubaba because you're looking at me. (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But no, there was a lot of word on on the town about how this was one of the best episodes of TV ever. So this, I had a a high expectation for this episode, you Mm -hmm. know, and, you know, watching this episode, it, it was amazing. This is my favorite episode so far in the season. Um, I don't know if it's the best episode of TV I've ever seen, but it's like really, really good, like a solid nine out of 10. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think one of the reasons why I loved it so much is like as someone who's played the video games and I'm currently playing the game along with the show, I'm trying to keep up with the show, with the, the game. This is the biggest departure from the video game we've seen yet in terms of uh, how the show is kind of going. Um, We'll get into exactly why and what's different, but I love the fact that not only was it different, but it was better than what they do in the game, I think. In a different way, this is a perfect example of what I think uh, uh, in in screenwriting they call killing your darlings, where you might have a really, really great idea, uh, but hey, here's this other idea that that serves your story better, so you have to get rid of your original idea, even though you loved it and you thought it was great. Cause what they do in the game is really funny and it's really good and it's really impactful on its own. But what they do in the show here with this episode, I think is far more effective. It's, it's way better and it gives certain characters much more depth 
and heart. And I think that's that was my takeaway with this episode overall. So I loved it. I'm really excited to see where they go next episode. And uh, yeah, I, I can't really get much more into it without spoiling uh, what we're going to go over in the recap. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Amazing. Awesome. Jimmy. Uh, I absolutely agree with Steve. Um, came into it with a lot of expectations very high based on what people were talking about. Um, and uh, I, I had kind of mixed emotions after the the episode, uh, obviously without without spoiling so much, but um, I do understand why they, they went in certain directions. Um, I'm very happy that they did flesh out a lot of the, uh, a lot of the um, characters um, that they do. They don't do in a game that you don't know very much about, especially backstories and stuff. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I just think that I, I was really expecting chaos um, in this episode and I didn't see that, but uh, I did, Thoroughly enjoy the the show, um, and I am very excited to see what they what they do next. Yeah, this is a pretty quiet episode compared to mm-hmm. everything else. There's no clicker, you know, hunt. There's no right. zombies really fighting them in any significant way. Uh, most of the action that you do see is like mostly off screen. You don't really sure. tell what's going on. Yeah, they just like dip their toe in, in a little bit of action. And, yeah, and, uh, it's all character. Yeah. It's all character development. Yeah, which I appreciate because it's like, um. You know, this is if you don't care about people like the the apocalypse has no has no effect. You know, the threat isn't real until you uh, really identify with the humanity of your characters. Right. But I, I understand what Jimmy's saying. Like, you know, this section of the game is one of the most beloved sections of the game. And this is drastically different than how it's done in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, a lot of interactions between um, like Bill and Ellie and, and a lot of one liners that Bill has as a character that are iconic from the game that I was really looking forward to seeing from Nick Offerman specifically, like, Oh, that's such a perfect casting. And it is a perfect yeah, casting, very much so. but they did it so much differently than I expected. Um, and it was disappointing in one sense. Um, however, that was an amazing episode of television. Um, you know, I'm, everybody knows I'm a cry baby, but I cried twice. <laughs> um, and I think that Steve, can we guess when you cry when we go through the recap? Absolutely. Okay. I was watching two places. Tears, baby. <laughs> Tears. And you know, there's um, like you said, there's some necessary changes that have to be made in adaptations. I think you were talking about "Murder Your Darlings," which is a Stephen Queen, a Stephen King quote mm. um, that all writers have have adopted. It's in his book uh, on writing um, that I loved as a, as a young man, but. Um, like it's in the first episode, for instance, they made a massive change with how the character of Robert is killed. We talked about that. Um, and I think I've thought about it a lot since then in the game, because in the game, you actually, as we said, fight all of his henchmen and then end up killing Robert yourself or Tess does. But in the game, that whole sequence is it serves as a a, a tutorial for the combat in the game, essentially. Right, yeah. And since in the show, they're like, we don't fucking need that. You're not <laughs> right. playing. But it it, may, it serves the story better if he's just dead. That's the the plot beat we need to get to. Right. Um, and though I do still think it's served Tess's character to have her do it. I understand that kind of change. And um, this change um almost none of this is in the show at all. Like it's hinted at. And none of it's in the game, you mean? Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and almost none of it's in the game at all. And uh, if you've never played the game, a lot of the stuff that we're seeing is hinted at through notes and letters that Joel and Ellie find while you're playing. And you can kind of read about backstory of all these uh, ancillary characters. And I think that's where they're pulling a lot of this deep cut stuff that we're going to get through the rest of the season. But basically, 
you know, none of this is in there, even in the letters at all. It's just inferred. Um, so that's really neat. And I think it's, it does serve Bill's character better. I agree with you, Steve. Like, you know, it took me a few seconds of reflection to be like, I get it, you know? Um, so anyway, we all love the episode. I don't know if it's my, it's, it's in its own thing, man. It really is. It's, it's almost it's, a little bottle episode. It's in, in its own league and it, it's a great story. Yeah. It, I, ima- I imagine Neil Druckerman like finally getting to flesh out some of those characters that you just really couldn't do in the game. Uh, that's what he just went ham with this episode. Yeah. He was, him, him and Craig Mazin are just spitballing back and forth. I've board. been thinking about Bill for 10 years, <laughs> yeah. man. Check this mm. out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's dive right in so we can dig into spoilers uh, for the for the episode and really talk about our true feelings. So the episode starts and right away we were all intrigued. Jimmy pointed it out, actually. Mm. There's no cold open. There's no flashback. And we thought yeah. that might be a pattern. And do you think we were actually wrong about that? Or do you think that they for forwent? Because this this, this because, whole episode is yes. a flashback. So why have the flashback yes. at the beginning of the episode? Maybe not I only mean, that, but it's like a succession of three to four flashbacks. So they were like, "Holy shit, we better not." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to flashback to a different show. Um, I don't, just a thought. They might still have them in in, in episode. I do expect the cold open flashbacks to continue from here on out. Yeah, I definitely do too. I'm stubborn Same. that way. Yeah. Uh, cool. We're all, we're all in agreement, but we open on, uh, Joel's fist, the, the bloody knuckles, I think from when he punched a Lee, the, the Fedra soldier, yeah. right. And Lee beat, beat him to death when Ellie was like, this is awesome. Keep punching. Uh, <laughs> and he's stacking rocks, which is not typically allowed in most national parks. However, but Hey, the world's a national park now. It is an apocalypse. I get it. Mm-hmm. And this is a really cool moment. Cause this, you know, he's, he's making a grave for Tess. Mm-hmm. Um, was that what he was doing? That's what I think he was doing. That's what I thought. Yeah. He was making not a grave so much. as just like a memorial. Like yeah. that was his way of grieving was oh. making some sort of marker for her. I thought he, had, he was just tracking his route. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It could like be breadcrumbs. I like to think he's, cause he didn't really mourn Tess. And I know a lot of people online were kind of like uh show Joel uh, is kind of an asshole. Like he took right. it a lot easier than game Joel. And I don't like that. Um, I don't agree with that. We just didn't. I don't either. The episode didn't leave time for us to see him mourn Tess Correct. last episode. Like, so this he's is- all about survival. I got to get this kid out of here. That was her one request. I'll cry later. Yeah. This is him doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they're 10 miles outside of Boston. We get a marker that says that Ellie has Joel's jacket as she's using it as a blanket. She offers it back. He throws her her chicken sandwich. Uh, thank God we he got took a that bite out of it. He did. Mm-hmm. Just want, I just want to see what chicken. I thought it was still uh, tastes like chicken jerky. I thought that the chicken sandwich was gone and he, he like ate the oh, jerky and then he threw some to her. Like here, you can have some. That's true. It was out of his pack, not hers. Right. Yeah. Well, the only reason I thought it was the chicken sandwich is because well, the, the wrapping and also it, the chicken sandwich was in the previously on. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know how they always yeah. chicken. Yeah. So it was like, Hey guys, remember she had a chicken sandwich, right? This, this, this sandwich, is- Adam. This is going to be important. This, this sandwich is, this is so <laughs> important. Uh, and we get a cool moment where Ellie's like, I've never been in the woods, <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, which is hilarious to think of, but it's, it's pretty sad. And, and you know, it's cute that you're like, Hey, trees are cool. A lot more bugs than I thought there'd be though. You know, like that, that's how different her upbringing, her life has been. She's never even been in the woods before. Like if somebody said, if she said, do you want some ice cream? And the person said, does a bear shit in the woods? She'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> do you, you tell- want some fucking ice cream or you, not? You What's a bear? <laughs> <laughs> Is the Pope's hat funny? Who's that? What's a hat? Um, <laughs> she knows what a hat is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fedra school is terrible, man. Yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> it's worse than Kentucky public school. I didn't mm. think that was possible. 
And she, you know, she says, Hey, about tests. And he says, Hey, I don't want your apology. And I love this scene. Cause she's like, cool. I wasn't going to say, sorry. I was going to say that you chose to do this because you wanted your truck battery or whatever. And it's not my fault at all. So don't be mad at me. Don't blame me. Yeah. And, and straight punks him out. Yeah. He just and stands there like mm. he's looking at her with a, a modicum of respect. I feel like, yeah. Uh, in that moment, which I thought was cool. He's that like, whole, this kid's pretty cool. She's spunky. Hey, you um, want to take a five hour hike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that we're five hours from Bill's town. Has any, who has hiked five hours before? I got to say when, when he's like, it's going to be a five hour hike. And she's like, we can do that. My first thought was like, not me. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, Just kill me. Five hours, in a, <laughs> five hours in a car sounds awful. Let alone walking. So I've done a 10, five hour 10 mile, a 10 mile hike in the army, but that was. Like, it took you five training. hours. It was about four, I think. Really? Yeah. It takes that long? It was terrible. <laughs> well, you probably had all your equipment. Oh, yeah. Too. About 100 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Full yeah. kit. Full. You were carrying Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was foobar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely was. That is a callback. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, she's down to hike, though. And um, she's never been in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to uh, a little bit of a conversation on the journey there while they're talking. Um, she's asking about Frank and Bill. And she says, uh <laughs> Is are they nice? And he said, Frank is. Frank's nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bill's Bill's kind of an asshole, and he knows it. He doesn't care. And he says, you know, he's looking out. He looks a little worried. She says, Hey, are there clickers inst- infected about? And he said, uh, Nope. You know, he's looking for people. He's worried about hunters, uh, raiders, those kinds of folks. Um, she and- starts asking about his scar. You want to know how I got these scars? Which is weird of him to say that. (laughs) Especially like that. Yeah. (laughs) My father was a drunk. Um, Oh, man. He didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently it's from a gunshot where somebody missed. And then she asked if, I think she asked if he killed the guy that shot at him. He said, no, I missed too. Uh, And she's like, are you just terrible at shooting or you, know? you just suck in general? And he's like, in general, <laughs> she asked for a gun again. Did, I did. I, I kind of was, I didn't know if he was referring to the fact that it was when he got that scar, when Sarah was shot. Cause that guy like takes a, like sprays the bullets at him in the meeting. Or if he, if he, he got hot, he got hit in like the rib. When, uh, when he could have, but yeah, but he could have been grazed again. It was an automatic fire from like six feet. We were all amazed. They, yeah, <laughs> I, I missed. I'm, assu- could be. I'm assuming it's from a different situation because he didn't really react emotionally to that. I feel like he right. would have reacted more emotional if it was for when he, was yeah, I took it like Sarah died, but question mark scenario mm-hmm. in, in between, but it could be. Um, and then, you know, uh, she asked for a gun again. He says no again. Uh, and then they go through an old store, which is very reminiscent of the game. They start looking around for stuff. She le- leaves him to it, goes off on her own. She says, He's Hey, is there, stash there. is there anything scary back here? And he says, just you or, or anything bad back here, uh, which was a reference to the first time they met. Yeah. I was going to say that happened in the first episode. He's using that joke again. She didn't like it anymore this time. <laughs> Total dad. <laughs> and she Total dad he tells making, her that, making bad yeah. jokes and just hitting them into the ground. <laughs> Beat that dead horse, daddy. And she goes trying to loot. Right. And he says, there's nothing else in here. This has been picked clean, you know, decades ago. And she says, uh, whatever, I'll find some stuff. Right. She finds a hatch. Very excited about it. And she doesn't tell Joel, even though that's dangerous, just because she wants to like find something really cool and be like, ha. Fuck this guy, right? So she drops down into the hatch. Uh, I was really upset at how long it took her to lo- use her flashlight. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I, I would have like, opened that thing like the moment I opened press that R3, door. Press R3, Ellie. R3. R3. Yeah. R3. <laughs> 
She says she's like drops a rock and then turns her flashlight on. Yeah. Yeah. Flashlight would have been first. Yeah. You know how you can tell if it's really deep? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wasting that rock. Yeah. She's like listening and stuff. <laughs> you have a light. Um, she hops down in there. What's down there? Tampax Pearl. Secret tunnel. <laughs> Secret tunnel. That's a joke for about four people. And Tampax Pearl. And Tampax Pearl. By the way, the Pearl ones. It's a heavy flow. Yeah. I don't know. It's not that. It's just the Pearl. It's like, I don't know. Let's not get into it. <laughs> but there's an infected trapped under there. There yep. is an infected under a bunch of debris. He looks like a sad and zombie. He's was like, that a, it was a clicker, right? Because he started making that noise. <laughs> He no, still had a little bit of human features. They had one eyeball at least. Yeah, he was he was probably like in between. He's mm. in between. He was halfway from runner to he, he, he no had from. A, what's yeah. the one between runner and, and stalker. clicker? Stalker. He was halfway to stalker. Maybe you can tell they're stalkers because he has the the stalks actually coming out of his <laughs> yeah, forehead. Yeah, maybe maybe was, that's what he was doing and he got crushed. Yeah, <laughs> stalking around. He was, hiding. <laughs> he was waiting to jump on somebody and then it fell in. He's uh, like, ah, dang, damn I should, it! I shouldn't. I shouldn't have been so snaky. Why was I down here? <laughs> dang, I was too snaky for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good at hide and seek. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> but Ellie, like, kind of. Pulls out her her uh, switch her blade. Yeah, she starts like kind of it's kind of a cutting weird. <laughs> into him. She's kind of fascinated. I guess it's that weird thing. Like if you're young and you see something fucked up, you kind of don't know how to respond to it. So you you do kind of you poke at it, you prod at it, you kind of stare almost almost menacingly at it. It was it was an odd scene, but I but I like get it. I understand. Like I think you know I remember doing not this, but being in situations <laughs> when I was a kid, and I would see like a dead animal in the forest, and you just kind of stare at it, and you poke it with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> you do. However, I think this pair, this scene, the way that she is paired with her. Um, her reaction to Joel killing the Fedra agent mm. uh, to couple together makes Ellie a little off, right. In a way that I think will come back. Like now the watching the Fedra agent wasn't just the violence that intrigued her though. I do think there was an element of that, but she was so happy that Joel was defending her, right? Like she'd never had anyone put themselves out there for her like that. Right. Um, and so there was an emotional reaction to it, but also a little bit of in, in being intrigued by the violence of it, I think. So this gave me like uh Sid from toy story vibes, not totally, but it like, she might blow up Buzz Lightyear with just to see what it happens with a firecracker or pull the wings off a butterfly. You know, well, if she puts a black shirt on with a skull on it. We, we know, <laughs> yeah. we know troubles are brewing. Yeah, we do. I think she, you can put that shirt on in the game. <clears throat> The Sid shirt? Yeah, really? Yeah, the Sid shirt. Yeah, there's a black. I don't know if it's exactly like it, but it's definitely a black shirt with a skull on oh, it. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I didn't know you could change clothes in the game. I've seen people with some yeah, different cool stuff on. But yeah. I in, must, the re, in the remaster, you Like can. New Game Plus. And yeah. I must be ass at the game. I didn't find a single No, I think it's, it's after you beat the game. Yeah, you don't, oh, you don't yeah, so find second anything. playthrough, yeah. you unlock those things. Dang, second playthrough. But she does experiment with the creature, kind of cuts its forehead real slowly just to see what's inside, how it's going to react. And then she stabs it. It's her first kill, right? It's her first infected kill. Um, Joel gets worried, shouts for her. And finally she shows up with the tampons like, ha, ah, found some cool stuff. Doesn't tell him about it at all. Pitch clean my ass. Yeah. <laughs> and Joel, Joel leaves the AR uh, under some floorboard. He says there's not enough ammo for it or something it's anyway. It's useless. It's yeah, mostly yeah. useless because it's hard to come by ammo for that thing mm. in the real world. Pretty yep. sure you can beat something with that. Uh, like a bat. Now, hold up. 
Let Hold me just up. say Hold this. Up. I know that this Hold up. the AR is going to be in another section, so I won't speak too much on that. But I do think it's a slight flaw. You don't think Joel, crafty scavenger that he is. He held on to that baggie in the first episode. Like, let me get that baggie Exactly. Back. He's going to keep the AR. Plus, he's literally on his way. He's halfway there to Bill's town. Right. Who has a armory, right? Like, you can find some bullets. It's the one place you can definitely find bullets for that gun, and it's Bill's house, right? Bill's bullet dungeon. I get it. It's fine, though. So we well, cut- he probably didn't know. He, he probably isn't expecting Bill to give oh, that true. stuff up, yeah. right? He didn't know Bill was yeah. doing what Bill was doing right. to have all his stuff for him. Uh, and Bill's pretty stingy. Yeah. We find yeah, out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying. Like, Bill's not coming off the yeah. bullets without a trade. What do you got? Crayons? I don't <laughs> want the girl. gun here. <laughs> <laughs> Another mouth to feed. Um, so we cut back to them walking on the road. We see a plane crash in the background. Ellie's like, holy shit, did that thing fly? You know, again, <laughs> she's been in one of those. She's never experienced this. Yeah. And she's like, but that's amazing. You got to be up in the sky. And, and, and Joel's a pessimist. So he's like, yeah, well, they were in the sky. How'd that work out? You know? <laughs> well, it's kind of funny to see his point of view compared to hers. Cause he's like, well, it didn't seem great at the time I was stuck in the middle seat. It's $12 for a sandwich. True. Like true. we all have been on a plane and like, like when you, when you, and been like, this when sucks. you're in it, when you're in the zone of flying in a plane, it's always like, this kind of sucks. But when you step back and look at it objectively, you're like, actually, yeah, like, like, are they charging for the, cool? Yeah, are they like, charging definitely. for the fucking Wi-Fi right now? This yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, like from someone who's never flown before and that's like not an option of her, like it is kind of incredible. Be like, no, dude, you got to fucking be in the sky. That's yeah. incredible. How cool is that? You're so lucky. But so it is kind of a really cool you know, a uh, point of view, I think. Yeah. It's kind of like the end of that movie. Don't look up, which everybody loved <laughs> where he says, uh, we really did have everything. Didn't we? Right. Um, and, including planes, damn it. And then we, uh, you know, Joel tells her the story of how things happen, at least from his point of view, what they think happened, how the virus started from flour likely, um, and how quickly everything food, went yeah. to shit. You know, he mentions pancake mix specifically. Yeah. And I thought that was a, an allusion to the first episode. Well, Yeah, absolutely. It is. Cause he sort of pauses a bit. It's the last thing yeah. he says. He's like, you know, cereal, wheat, pancakes, pancakes. like oatmeal cookies. <laughs> old bitches eating biscuits. <laughs> she didn't even want them. Old man yeah. was shoving them yeah. in her mouth. You're going to be a zombie. <laughs> Eat those um, biscuits. Yeah, I think to Sarah a little bit there, probably in that moment. Started on Friday. By Monday, everything was gone. And I didn't think about it that way. Like the first time I saw that flashback episode in Jakarta, um, I thought to myself, hey, they probably should have bombed the city. She was right. But it's like, no, that food was shipped out. They're already fucked. Yeah. Like that, everybody was eating that flour globally. Um, so that sucks, but yeah. And she thought she was taught in Fedra school that it was started probably by a monkey. Um, <laughs> she says that's a lot better than a monkey. Yeah. Way, makes way more sense. By the way, correction from that episode where we covered, uh, the, the Indonesian opening, um, multiple people have emailed and DM'd me on Instagram. Her name was Ratna, professor Ratna. I should probably pull up the email if I'm going to correct myself. I don't remember now, but Ibu is like a, a, a title of address. Like an Ibu is like a, like a doctor respected woman or oh. no, it's like a, you know, it's, it's not her name. It's mm. just, it's an Indonesian word just to make that clear mm, to title. all of our other American listeners that might not have known that. Um, Annie Hoosel. So, uh, yeah, she learns the origins of everything and she's actually grateful to him. Like that's their first kind of like normal moment where they're not arguing or poking at each other for a good while. Um, but Joel wants to get off the road so she doesn't see what's up ahead and she's stubborn. Like, no, I want to see it. I like stuff. I mean, I'm kind of a serial killer. I'm like, I'm, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's escalating pretty quickly. I just, I killed a guy back there. Yeah. I didn't tell you. Uh, yeah, this is a dead guy. Yeah. I think he was infected. 
He had a mushroom. I sliced him up real nice. I'm actually not sure though. <laughs> it's just been weird. <laughs> um, and then up ahead, it's a mass grave. Um, just dozens and dozens of dead, you know, dead, dead um, skulls and, and bones, other uh, accoutrement of dead bodies. <laughs> yeah. Joel says that they would evacuate small towns, but if they didn't have enough room for them in the QZ, they would kill them all, uh, even if they weren't sick, because dead people cannot get infected. Yeah. So these are the uh, non infected. Um, people killed by soldiers in a mass grave there. And we, it's a really cool transition because uh, it zooms in on a couple pieces of fabric and then opens to a flashback of, uh, you know, outbreak day 20 years previously of the people wearing those clothes, including a little baby, yeah, which is they, terrible. Yeah, that's awful. And they're getting loaded onto the trucks by what would become Fedra. But I, I assume in this moment, they're the U.S. military. Just America, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a baby and, and the baby's mother. And then it, it cuts to Bill in his uh, survivalist bunker looking at cameras. Uh, you New World Order jackboot fucks. Not, yeah. to, not, <laughs> not today, today. <laughs> Satan. Uh, so he's anti-government. He's that a doomsday prepper. Perfectly, without saying anything up until the jackboot fucks thing, without saying anything, that perfectly does encapsulate who Bill is. Because he's sitting there with his monitors. He's paranoid. He's got like cameras all over his house. And he's just listening to them walk around and you can just tell like he's he's been waiting for this to happen yeah. his whole life he's a little excited yeah yeah and i mean I, he made an armoire into a secret door yeah okay <laughs> and that's cool that like we get this because in the game we don't know how right. how did bill get bill's town why but in, i like that they show this like that was where he lived his whole life and he was just hiding when the soldiers rounded everybody up so now he gets to have it to himself yeah they don't even allude in the game to the fact that he's a prepper either so it, it's, it's just, just part of his personality. Yeah, he's just a guy that's really prepared. After, you know, <laughs> yeah. But I can imagine like a, a doomsday prepper watching this episode, like goddamn right. Hell yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, an armoire. I feel like this episode is going <laughs> to send a lot of people's heads spinning. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. like, I need to invest more, more time, honey, into this. Well, I think a lot of people who are like that are going to get to a certain point in the episode and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, sure, sure. I sure. feel like I've been sold a false bill of goods. <laughs> false bill. Didn't. Nice, Steve. Nice. Um, any hoozle. Jack boot fucks move on. Bill's still there and hiding, and he looks pretty satisfied with himself. He's pretty happy to have the town to himself. Yeah. Uh, and we get a montage of him <laughs> turning it into Bill's town. Do you remember that show when you were a kid when they were like, all right, you got here's a grocery cart. You've got 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got 10 minutes. Go through Toys R Us and grab yeah, whatever yeah. the hell you want. This motherfucker this brought is, a boat. This is a this is Bill's episode of that yeah. show where he's like, yeah. I'm going to get a boat. Yeah. I'm getting all the gas I can. Going to the power free. plant, turn the gas back on. Like, turn the gas back off. Fuck you. I'll turn it back on. <laughs> where do you go to Costco? Uh, Home Depot. Depot. You should have went to Costco. Oh, yeah. That's I'm a sure one stop. Did, yeah. That's all you've done. I don't have to go anywhere else. He wasn't a member. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Costco. Love you. Love you. Um, <laughs> we got married at Costco. Um, got my so, law degree there. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So the, after the montage, he's sitting there cooking steak and, and veggies that he's, he grew himself. Uh, he sees an, inf while he's eating, he watches an infected on camera get hit by one of his traps. Um, he says, doesn't get old. And there's a bunch of good needle drops in this sequence because during the montage, we get some Fleetwood Mac and then we get some cream. Mm. Um, love those songs, by the way. Good times. Good times. Yeah. yeah Fleetwood Mac cream. We also get to see, uh, of course, um, I, I can't remember her name, but we'll get to it. Cindy Lauper. 
No, the Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, I had a, it written down, but I couldn't find it. Cindy Lauper was a that was an inside joke, folks. Four years later, we get another uh, cut. Really, a long time cut to the later in the flashback. Oh, it's man, 2007 was a good year. Sixteen throw that out there. <laughs> Sixteen years before the current timeline of the normal part of the show. Um, there's a, a warning that one of his traps was set off. He runs out there and it's somebody who's not infected in, in, in the trap hole. And by the way, we saw in the montage him making this particular hole and packing it with mud and stuff. We know they're not infected because the guy in the, in the hole says, I'm not infected, uh, which is a pretty good clue. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I put two and two together. It's like, oh, all right. And this first interaction between Bill and Frank is amazing. You know, he said, are you armed? And the most Ron Swanson-y way of all time. And the guy in the hole, Frank says, no. <laughs> and Why'd then, you pause so long? Yeah. Why'd you pause before you answered? <laughs> Just, for, you know, blatant. I thought about lying. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of, I was trying to think of a reason to lie and then I couldn't think of one. So, which is true. It's like, do I want him to think I could see that being me? Cause I'm a highly anxious yeah, person right. overthinking things. Ooh, do I want him to think I'm armed? What the fuck is that going to do? He's going to know I'm not armed He's in a second. Shoot yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which I just, I, I saw myself and Frank in that moment and I appreciated it. Frank is from the Baltimore quarantine zone on his way to the Boston quarantine zone, which is where Joel and Tess are from and Ellie. Um, and then he, you know, he, it was a party of 10 people. Nine of them are dead now. He's by himself. So Bill gives him a ladder, seems to kind of believe him, gives him an infected test. Uh, and Frank's like, how did you get that tester? And Bill does not answer. So he's probably killed a Fedra guard, I would imagine. Right. Or he just stole one. He's crafty. Just found it on the ground. Yeah. Outside of oh, Home Depot. Feels sneaky like me. Aisle 12, Home Depot. <laughs> he yeah. made him under these rocks. Um, and then he says, I haven't eaten in two days. You know, he tells him Boston's that way. Two days away. You're good. Something like shit like that. Uh, and and uh, Frank says, I haven't eaten in two days. And Frank and Bill's like, well, okay. I love that Frank's like, it, that doesn't sound like a long time now <laughs> yeah. that I say it out loud. But yeah. It feels like a long time. Yeah, I'm super hungry. <laughs> and then Bill says, well, this isn't an Arby's. You can't just have a free lunch. <laughs> Arby's didn't give you free lunches. It was a restaurant. <laughs> like such pay. a great comeback. It's, and he's the perfect... Uh, yen to Bill's Yang, right? Mm -hmm. Or yeah. Yang to Yen. I'm not really sure. It's like about I how won't that works. tell any homeless or vagabond or anybody <laughs> about this place. <laughs> you know I'm a bad liar. I'm telling the truth. Uh, so he lets him come in. Lets him get a shower. And he has a, an amazing time getting a shower. And you can kind of see the beginnings of that. Like Bill's kind of uncomfortable. Um, you know, he hasn't been around another person in years, for instance. But mm -hmm. uh, also, it's a man that I get a feeling he's pretty attracted to. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know I, where mean, I, got, we, I don't know where I got that idea. We see Frank shirtless in a few scenes. Oh my God, yeah, dude. Holy is shit. Jack. What Frank is, is a, is a snack. What right? is my note? What is my note? Why is Frank so sexy? That's my, <laughs> that's my he is a, that is a good looking man. <laughs> I didn't notice till he took a shower and took his shirt off, but I guess that's what you'd expect. I mean, honestly, Bill, I get it. He didn't. I, it all started with Frank's hole. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would have been Bill's hole that Frank was in. <laughs> That's true. He dug it. He dug it. Uh, so Bill brings him some food. He's waiting at the table. He does a little bit of exploring, looks at the dust, right? So there's a little bit of an indication like Frank's going to need to clean this place up is what he's thinking. Um, Frank, and I, Frank needs a partner. And I zoned out and went on a tangent in my head where I started to think, would I dust in the Probably not. No. But also like he's got a pretty good like normal suburban setup there. He should probably dust. You know, I think he's more concerned about, yeah, building bombs and yeah, it and takes forever to make those <laughs> flamethrower pipes take forever. No yeah. time to dust. A lot of welding going on. 
But Frank is so amazed, you know, he had a great time in the shower and now he's got like, not only this like apocalypse food, you would think you'd throw him some hard tack and then some, a loaf of bread or something, but mm. he brings him this like Ramen five, would be a good day. Yeah, yeah. But he brings him like a five star cooked meal. I think Seriously. it's rabbit. What's the fancy word for rabbit when you're ordered at a restaurant? I don't know. There's a dish for it. I think I've never had it. Clearly, uh, I thought it was Hassan pfeffer. Yeah, there's a yeah. Sure, Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a real thing. Is it really? Yes. and pfeffer. What's it pair German, with? I think that's German for rabbit. Did you catch what it pairs with? Uh, I wrote it down, but I'm. It was like boyoli or boyoli. Boyoli. I've been <laughs> I've been sober for eleven years, and before that, I drank straight from the bottle. I didn't, <laughs> right. I didn't pair with any rabbit. Yeah. Um, but it was something that it really impresses uh, uh, Frank. So and just imagine being Frank, where it is the apocalypse, and like all these small comforts are are just not a thing anymore like a hot shower yeah, or a shower at all he's years and he's just looking around this house like, like it still looks is, like a normal fucking house this is beautiful yeah. this is a beautiful street and you cook me this meal and bill's like everything tastes good when you're starving he's like not like this yeah buddy this yeah. is a fire i better give up some ass to stay here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> easy decision but he's not a whore <laughs> yeah but Frank's so amazed, you know, he, that, you know, Bill even knows what to pair rabbit with. Right. And he's like, I know I don't look like the type of guy. And, but, but Frank sees Bill for who he really is. He doesn't see this like psycho doomsday prepper guy or all this crazy nonsense. He's like, no, you seem like the kind of guy who would know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, it's a tender moment that, that Bill notices. Um, and then Frank wants to play the piano. It's a, you know, 1948 classic piano. It was Bill's mother's. Do you know how much these things are worth? <laughs> Not much now. <laughs> such a good, inter- nothing, such nothing. a good line. Uh, and he goes through, he's, you know, Beethoven's for Elise, it's, you know, some other classical symphonies. And he's like, oh, these are garbage. These aren't your, and like, he acts like he knows who Bill is already. Uh, and those are my mothers. And the, but then he finds Linda Ronstadt and says, this is you. And it clearly it is right. Uh, he plays and sing. He plays okay. Sings terribly. He's not very good, right? Uh, and Bill gets a little. Of, he's like, stop. You know, <laughs> not this song. Yeah, uh, I'm no expert, but ooh. and then at that point, Frank's like, oh, you can play. I want to hear you play, and then I'll leave. Uh, so Bill proceeds to sing uh, "Love Will Abide," um, or it's called. Uh, is that what it's called? Love. Long, I, long time. Is that the name of the song? That makes yeah. sense. It's the name of the episode. Yeah. Oh my god, that's blowing my mind. <laughs> but "Love Will Abide" is a lyric that I thought was uh, pertinent. Uh, and he doesn't, but notice he doesn't need the sheet music. So it, it, it That's implies Bill. that he plays that many, many times. This is Bill's town. This is Bill's song. <laughs> Bill's piano. Uh, mothers. Um, and then there's a lyric that says, I think I'm going to love you for a long, long time. Hence the title there too. So, and then Frank says, who's the girl? And Bill says, no girl. And Frank's like, I know you're gay. And then they kiss and Frank goes That's in for, it. he goes for it. Uh, this scene is uh it go was take, go take a shower bill <laughs> it was a lot i mean but you can just see like there's a slight resistance to bill because he's never done this before and yeah. he's never trusted anybody ever certainly not in years he hasn't seen a human in years right that he hasn't killed or set on fire um and so but he's breaking down so quickly he's shocked at the, at the celerity with which his walls are coming down mm-hmm. it, it was so marvelously acted uh, yeah. I was amazed, but also I just want to say juxtaposed with the other kiss, the most recently we've seen in this show, which was an infected shoveling its tentacles into Tess's mouth, which I do think was intentional to look like a kiss because I watched somebody's breakdown of it and we didn't talk about it this way, but they were saying that 
Joel, his relationship with Tess, what he owed her was emotion like that. Like he should have kissed her like goodbye. You know what I mean? And because he doesn't, he's like, all right, see you. Um, that that's why the showrunners decided to depict that that way. Um, it's an interesting thought. Steve hates this. Steve that's, hates it. That's, that's the most asinine thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Is it asinine? Asinine. Yeah, that's just them wanting to make a more creepy thing. They're not, uh, no, I disagree with mm. that so wholeheartedly. <laughs> what, what's them? You mean the showrunners just wanted to make it more creepy? Yeah. So they phrased it like that? Yeah, I, I don't think they're like, oh, it should have been Joel giving her a kiss. Like, yeah, no shit. But I, I don't think that's what they were going for with that. And I don't know. I'm not convinced. Unless we see a third kiss that's framed in a very specific way, I don't believe it. Why do you got to see a third kiss? Because <laughs> stories work in threes, Chris. <laughs> Murder your darlings, Steve. They killed the third kiss. Uh, I just think it was interesting. And it is pretty sure. pretty close together kisses. That That's is an all. interesting idea. So I, I noticed. Uh, Go take a shower, Bill. Bill, yeah. So before the kiss, if if you watch Nick Offerman as Bill, he's super tense, right? All the way, like from the moment he brings Frank into his house, he's serving him food. He's like walking around like he's got a stick up his ass, right? Yeah. And then as soon as they kiss, like it just drops. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I love that moment too because of what you said, how you can kind of see Bill sort of melts and mm-hmm. be like, you know, his exterior, his facade is melting away. But then when, when Frank's like, Hey man, go take a shower. You, he probably hasn't showered in forever. Yeah. And he's like, we're about to be intimate. You gotta be, you gotta be clean and not smell awful. And like, as somebody, if I was being intimate with somebody and they're like, Hey man, go take a shower. I would walk away the exact same way that Bill did in that <laughs> just moment. Sad. Just sad and defeated, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I would do, I felt so much for Bill in that moment. <laughs> well, it's more than just that, too. Like you have to you have to prep, you know, for sure for for certain types of uh things you can do in the bedroom. There needs, there's there's prep that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And and Frank's like, look, man, stretching lunch wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> he might pull a hammy, <laughs> uh, but he comes out of the bed like we talked about. Frank sitting in the bed naked, and he's jacked. Mm. Frank is so sexy. God when did that happen? Listening, chest hair, he's listening. not even bloated from that rabbit like I would be because yeah. he's pats his belly. He knew. He's like, I'm going to go play a little piano, shake my cheeks a little bit. <laughs> a little bait. Oh, Linda Ronstadt. Uh, <laughs> Bill comes out in a towel. Frank l- leads everything because Bill's so nervous. He's never done this before. He takes his towel off for him. He gets into bed. And we found out uh, Bill's never been with a man before. He's been with a, wo- a woman once, I think. So he's never. But it wasn't it wasn't great. So while he was alive, yeah, because he's gay, (laughs) while he was alive, he never came out, I guess. Right. So this is huge for him. And it takes it from Bill's town to pound town. (laughs) I'm sorry. I've been holding that in. You definitely know that Bill is packing by the way that Frank looked. Frank looked. He he dropped that towel. He was like, oh, no. (laughs) And he just steps back or lays back in the bed like this isn't going to be. But he's, it's it, yeah, it's an interesting like I really love the way that Frank kind of coaxes all this information out because you can really tell that, like you said, Chris, like Bill probably hasn't been open about who he is to anyone in his entire life. And now because even later in the show, he has a line like I, I always hated everybody. I hated everybody in the world. And it's probably because he wasn't allowed to be himself. And yeah. so he part of it. the worst. Absolutely. And was closed off to everyone else. And I love the line where Frank's like, I don't have sex for lunches. I'm not a whore. So if we're going to do this. I'm going to stay here for a few days. Just and part of me was like, 
Wait a minute, you just renegotiated your price. That's, that's <laughs> all that was. I respect it. I Hell respect yeah, I get it. it. Um, and then we, it cuts to three years later, which now we're 13 years before the current timeline. Um, there's a fight between Bill and Frank. They storm outside. Uh, and it really, it all, uh, it amounts to Frank wanting to decorate. Like he wants to revitalize the exterior of the house, mow the grass, mow the grass, look pretty revitalize the boutique and some of the other stores. No, well, that doesn't even come up yet. Like after he wins painting the house and cutting the grass, he's like, by the way, I'm fixing the stores oh, yeah, too. That's right. <laughs> and then it comes down to Bill wanting to do, what is it called? Resource management, right? Like we're not wasting paint on the house. Who cares what it looks like? It's so an apocalypse. Say resource management. I'm yeah. going to walk into one of these tripwires. Yeah. And then there was a really <laughs> hilarious line. Like you, you're one of those guys, you think the government's Nazis. They are Nazis. <laughs> yeah, but not back then. Yeah, you know? He said now, <laughs> not back then. That's debatable too. What were you going to say, Steve? <laughs> I was going to say that same thing. I love, I love the government are Nazis. Yeah. It's in the casting, like the Nick Offerman way of saying that. So perfect. Um, love it so much. So he ultimately wins. Yeah. Frank says, let him love the street the way he wants to. Yep. Which is poignant. And he says, and we got to get things nice because we're going to have friends over. And Bill's like, where are we going to get friends? It's literally just you and me. And he's like, we'll meet people. I've been talking to a nice woman on the radio. <laughs> when Bill's like, what? Like, that's definitely against the rules in his in his book. But it cuts to the friends for dinner. And it's Tess and Joel. Uh, so How do, fun was that? I wasn't expecting this at all. I was hoping we'd get some more tests this way. I did expect to see early Joel and and uh, Bill interactions, but of course, Tess would be there. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Joel's looking real young, too. Yeah, nice. they, they did a great job, yeah. um, you know, because they upaged them, if that's a word, for their previous iterations of their roles. So now they just act like their normal selves and right. it works great. Uh, Frank's too friendly. He's like, come on, everybody, you know, and, uh, but Bill's sitting there with a loaded pistol. It's while cocked he, too. Yeah, while, <laughs> while he's eating. I thought for sure we were going to see Joel, like when they were by themselves, Joel was going to pull a gun out from under. Like he's, he's had a gun the on him way. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, instead Joel's just like, I get it. It's yeah. not, I'm not offended at all. Yeah. Um, gonna eat this rabbit. Frank takes Tess in the house and then Joel has a heart to heart uh, with with Bill. You and, a prepper or something? Yeah. <laughs> survivalist. Some survivalist. And, you know, there's a moment that I want to point out that's really cool. Joel doesn't know what to call Tess uh, because he says, hey, if my and then he pauses for a long moment because he was going to say girlfriend or and he wanted to say partner. Uh, and then he was like, if Tess just brought some strangers over without asking, I'd be pretty upset too. I'd be pretty nervous. So I understand that. Right. So he knows that Frank's is his his partner, uh, but he doesn't know what to call Tess. So he's still, and like, this is 13 years before we've seen them. So 13 years later, he still never got over that hump of, you know, what to call Tess and how to define their relationship. I just thought that was interesting. Um, but he's pretty straightforward with Bill. He's like, you know, I don't need your help, Joel. I don't need, you know, fuck off. And he's like, yeah, we have books, medicine, machine parts. Your your fence over there is, is trash. Your tops. <laughs> he yeah. said that fence is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to come right through there, take all your rabbits. <laughs> what about the rabbits, George? Um, and he's got 10 spools of high tensile aluminum. Keep your fence good for the rest of your life. lives. Lives. Oh, yeah. He hits him with a plural live. You got to protect Frank. That's what all this is about. Mm-hmm. That's the the crux of this entire episode. Is that what that's what gets through him? Right. Um, 
And we see uh, a little bit of the codes too. Yeah, we find out that Frank was the one that invented the code of using music to dictate how well, how, what the situation is in Bill's town. Yeah, the 80s, the 70s, the little code that Ellie cracked in, in mm. a previous episode. I thought that was really neat that that came back. I didn't expect that. Mm. Um, but also it's brought back again in this episode. So really good writing. Um, but he says eventually, hey, it's not always going to be a couple infected here and there. Eventually there's going to be raiders. You're going to need people like us to help you out with that kind of stuff, right? We'll be fine. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> uh, we cut to three years later, 10 years before the current timeline. It's Frank and Bill jogging. Frank's a lot more fit than Bill. Apparently. Well, of course we saw that in the bed, right? Dang. Frank is fit. Yeah. <laughs> Not to harp on that too much, but I can't get Frank out of my mind. <laughs> he's been running through my mind all episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's always jogging around there. Woo. Um, he says that he traded Joel and Tess a gun for some seeds. Which he, gun? <laughs> <laughs> a small one, right? Which might still be one of his favorites, but uh, maybe it's the revolver that Joel carries. That'd be cool. Maybe that would be cool. But he's got strawberries now, and he uh, surprises Bill with a little uh, patch of strawberries that he's he's been planting. The strawberries taste like strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, Did you plant any snozberries? Uh, snozberries. I love how intimate this moment is between the two of them, how they like kneel down and they pluck a couple berries and they, they kind of cheers them together and they taste them for the first time. And just the emotion that kind of overcomes them, because this is probably the first time in six years that they've had strawberries. Yeah, we hear that like high pitched laugh that Bill has. Yeah. It's, yeah. He giggles. Yeah. He giggles. Super He's giggles. so overcome. It's the with Nick joy. Offerman laugh. Yeah. I loved it when he, when he let out that laugh, it's the strawberries. Spoiler alert is uh, uh, a front, at least on the short list for one of my, my fireflies. Uh, oh, that's a good one. I like the strawberry moment a lot. The, what really cinches it is they have that kind of heart to heart where Bill apologized to Frank for getting older quicker than he, yeah. than Frank is. And uh, he tells Frank that he was never afraid before he showed up. Yep. And that's very sweet. And I, I love that line. And then they start to kiss and uh, <laughs> they start to lean back. And Frank's like, wait, we're not going to do it all the strawberry. <laughs> yeah, we just planted these <laughs> and things. And they start laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. That's <laughs> such a cute thing. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, times are tough. We just got through COVID, right? Everybody's been stuck in their homes for years. We're readdressing life itself. We don't know what's going on. We know that we need to get to the gym. I know I do. I know I need to eat healthy. I got to take vitamins. I got to take minerals. I got to go get a physical every six months or so. Sometimes I do it every two or three years just to see what'll happen. But I know that I need to do it. But it's easy to sweep mental health under the rug. It's the only illness that tells you that you don't have it. And it's really difficult to start looking into, you know, you got to drive. Where, where do you find a therapist? Is there a therapist store? I don't know of one, but there is an app called BetterHelp that'll help link you with a therapist to suit all of your needs. You can shop through hundreds, nay, thousands of different therapists and find one that helps you get through the day, that helps you address the problems that you're having. And if at any time you feel like they're not, you can easily switch therapists or stop at any time. Mental health has never been easier to access than it is with BetterHelp. Our own host, Steve, has been using it ever since we started being sponsored by BetterHelp, and he says that it has helped him immensely. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash streaming things. And it cuts to nighttime. It's Frank's, uh, it's Frank's the only one on camera. He wakes up to the sound of raiders, uh, getting caught in the traps, right? So you hear the kind of the alarms, the gunshots, all that stuff. 
So do you have like little buzz saws pop up and create sparks? So I thought to that ignite the flamethrowers. I, I, I that think that's what happened to ignite the gas. Yeah, oh, that makes. I thought that they weren't working at first. I thought that it like the trap went off, and then for like they showed that gauge, and then it just. I was like, oh shit, it's fucked up. They're about to get. Yeah, done in, and then that dude just caught on fire. Yeah, I, was like, oh, I did not expect flamethrower <laughs> traps. Honestly, I did not. But really cool and brutal. But yeah, I think he has like table saws set up to create sparks to ignite the gas that I guess always comes out of yeah, these pipes. Later, he's like, leave the gas on. Yeah, I keep burning them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so in the middle of that, Frank's going around. He, he Bill's trained him. Obviously, he knows where a gun is. He cocks it, loads it, goes outside looking for for Bill. Bill, for some reason, is trained as he is. It's just standing in the middle of the fucking street. Oh, John Wayne and taking pops. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way this the scene is kind of constructed because you know Frank's kind of freaking like Bill. Bill, where are you? And then Jimmy, while we were watching it, Jimmy's like, I bet he's out in the street. Smell the fuckers out and there with a rifle. Just <laughs> got one, which is, you know, it's what you do in the game, but yeah, you gotta get for cover sure. for sure. Um, and when he sees Frank, he kind of crumbles. He's, he's scared for Frank. Not for, he never was for himself. Like, right. Get back inside. Get, you got to get out of here. Right. And I think there's that moment where it's like, would he have gotten shot if Frank hadn't come out and distracted him? Who knows? Who but knows? He, uh, Bill does get shot. And immediately he just keeps saying, call Joel, call Joel. He gets taken inside of their table and uh, he expects to die. And in his dying moments, all he cares about is that somebody come and take care of Frank because he doesn't think Frank's going to be okay by himself. You need to call Joel. You need to call Joel. He'll take care um, of you. Yeah. Cut to 10 years later, the current timeline. And it's, it's old Frank and Bill. They're old as fuck. Frank's in a wheelchair now. I don't know what was going on at first. I thought it was like the next day and Bill was in a wheelchair for a second, but nope, it's Frank. Um, and uh, Frank is a painter. So he's painting all these paintings. They're, they're littered around everywhere. It's what they've been doing for the last 10 years. Um, what they, did you, did you can infer? Cause he's painting that portrait of, I think Bill. Um, and then they kind of linger on that shot. Did, did you guys get the impression that like he was getting worse as a painter? Like it was because the left side of the painting was yeah. like, pretty, the lines were straight, but then like oh, that's the right a, side, I didn't notice that the yeah. paint was like more squiggly and kind of, that's absolutely its, what its they take. intended. That's yeah. why he wants to die. Cause it's like, I can't even do Yeah, I was trying to now. figure out they, they didn't really talk about what's wrong with them. I'm sure you'll get to that in a second, but, uh, I didn't know if it was like cancer, if it was Parkinson's or something. I'm assuming cancer, but it, you know, just because he said, we didn't have a cure for this before the world fell apart, but yeah. it could be any number of diseases. We don't it have a, car, a cure for yeah. A yeah. MS. Yeah. yeah. That would yeah, make sense true. because, yeah, he, because yeah, he was in the wheelchair. Yeah. The cancer doesn't account for the, the legs not working. And I think one of his hands was uh, immobile, you know, or at least yeah, cause not he was great. reaching over. Cause he's like drinking from a straw and all kinds yeah. of stuff at first. Um, Bill's cutting his steak up. Such Bill's happy to take care of him though. Loves him to death, but he's yeah. declined rapidly. Um, and, they end up going to bed. Bill, you know, Bill has to carry him, lay him down in the bed. When well, he forgot about the literal pills, baby. Pills, baby. Pills. One yeah. orangey, a little whitey, and a big roundy. Definitely heard those exact I've words. I've taken before. all of those <laughs> yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> Plugged them. He does have some uh, literal pills, baby. Then they lay in their bed, uh, and and Bill wakes up to Frank sitting in the chair. He got there by himself and he smiles and says, took most of the night. I'm exhausted. <laughs> um, Bill gets really upset with him. Like, get back in the bed. Your feet are going to get blue if you sit. And if you fall asleep in the chair, he's like, I'm not going to fall asleep. I swear I'm going to stay awake because this is my last day. And that stops Bill in his tracks. Um, and then it cuts to, I think it's them on the couch at this point, or him in his chair and Bill on the couch. Uh, and this is when he says, hey, they, you know, we, we, they couldn't cure this. 
before the world fell apart. Like I, I've made my decision. I've thought about it. I want to die. Uh, and it's a lot of good lines here, you know? Yeah. I love the line where he's like, I've, I've, I've had a lot of bad days, but I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of good days with you more than anyone else. So just give me one more good day. I'm not going to be corny. I've had bad days with you too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I had to tell you to shower? You cried, <laughs> you cried at that part, didn't you? Um, yes. Was that one or two? Buckets. That was the I, second time. I think that's number one. Oh, it's right. definitely number one. Mm. Actually, it might be three times I cried. <laughs> I cried so many times. I don't even remember. It's three. It's three. But that's the first time. You're correct. Um, but yeah, uh, Frank wants to. He wants Bill to make him toast. Then they're going to go to the makes, boutique and get that's, some great That's outfits. where the tears really came because that little like knowing chuckle on Nick Offerman's face of like, you son of, you do love fucking toast. <laughs> <laughs> My wife loves toast. I just cooked breakfast for dinner yesterday and I made her four slices of toast because I was making huevos rancheros. So I had tortillas for my eggs, but she wanted toast. So I had to, and I know she loves toast with butter. So I made her four slices. She's, Damn, you good husband. That's a lot. I'm just saying like, I, I, I'm, toast. I'm with someone, <laughs> I'm with someone who loves toast. So like, that was just like, yeah, toast. And he um, wants toast. He wants to go to the boutique and get some outfits. Then they're going to get married. He's going to make him a great dinner. He's going to crush up some of them pills, baby, and put them in the wine. How certain were you that we were going to see Frank and the Hawaiian shirt from the game in the next scene when he said, we're going to, I'm going to go pick out whatever clothes I want. I thought, cause like in the game, yeah, the fact is. that he's wearing that outlandish, like brightly colored, like palm tree button up shirt is a huge part of how they know that that's Frank's body. Right. Yeah. And so I was really surprised we didn't see that in this episode at all. Yeah. Um, maybe, they thought, maybe they thought it was in bad taste. Like Frank would never wear that. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. <laughs> the, the Frank in this show would never be caught dead wearing <laughs> something like, as awful as that. Maybe I just really shocked me that they were in suits in the next scene. And this is, this is so heartbreaking. Cause you know, Bill starts crying, says he's not going to do it. He can't do it. And Frank says, you love me, right? Well, love me the way I want you to, which is a callback to when he wanted to take care of the, uh, the neighborhood. Yeah. And, oh man, he, he busted out the L card. <laughs> I know. Dropped it. Yeah. Oof. Can't get away from that. Do you love me? And right before the wedding, <laughs> they they the camera lingered on the trap that was still open, the hole that he first found Frank in, Bill's hole, if you will. He made uh, their first meal, the same thing that he served him the, the yeah, first time. The he rabbit. Made, yeah, he made the rabbit. Paired with the googity-boogity stuff. Uh, juice. <laughs> pretty sure that, I think it's just grape juice. Pretty sure that's what it said on the on the tag. It was a ginger ale. Pairs ginger great ale. with a rabbit. Ale, ale eight. <laughs> ale eight. I didn't say ale eight because like 98 uh, yeah. people know what that is. Yeah. It's a Kentucky soda. Um, but they do get married. Their final meal is the rabbit. It's the first meal they had together. And he prepares the drugged wine. And Frank asks, do you think this will be enough? And Bill's like, yeah. He said, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure, my guy. Uh, and then Frank chugs the wine. And then Bill chugs his. And then Frank's like, you drugged the whole bottle, didn't you? Enough to kill a horse. Enough to kill a damn horse. And I've so, killed horses, I know. <laughs> so, so Frank got a double dose. He was really trying yeah. to kill Frank. <laughs> He's trying to take care of him. <laughs> right. And, you know, he says, take me to bed. And they both pass out in the dining room. <laughs> they get to the bed. Well, but- it, was, it was a sweet... Uh, thing because uh, yeah. he he's like I should be mad I should be upset but it's pretty romantic and Bill says like you know I'm old I'm satisfied and you are my purpose and I yes. think that's fucking beautiful it's so adorable this yeah. is the, a huge departure from yeah. the game now that we can talk about spoilers in the game Bill's alive right 
Uh, last we see him, he's alive. We find the dead body of Frank. Frank had been bitten by an infected. They were separated because they'd had an argument. Mm-hmm. And while they were separated, Frank got bit and he hung himself rather than turn into an infected. Um, so that's the game and, version. And yeah. And then you, Joel, Ellie with Bill ends up stumbling upon the hanged body of Frank. And yes. it's a really big. Cause, it, cause up until that point in the game, you know, Bill kind of keeps making allusions like, you know, I used to have somebody and then I learned it was a bad thing, but you can yeah. tell he's still kind of messed up with what, that person missing. And so when you find the body and realize, Oh, F- Frank is who B- Bill yeah. was in love with. And like, it's very sad. And, and that's when Bill's like, he cuts him down. He's like, you guys get out of here. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's very sad. So I think this does better justice to Bill's character because you never see him again. Right. So there's no need for him to be alive per se. And it's, it's better for him that they stayed together with Frank. They died together happy. Whereas in the game, it's just like, that sucks. And yeah, that's, have yeah. fun being alone, yeah. loser, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's why I was saying, I, I understand that's why they did this in the show. Obviously they wanted to have a good end for uh, uh, Bill's character yeah. in the game. Like you said, he just, all right, I got, I'm going this way. Um, but I was confused. Like watching the show, I was distracted thinking, um, is he, did he get the dose wrong? Is he going to wake up That's what know, I and be too. pissed and kind of sluggish because I, I put kill bill in a question mark, <laughs> kill bill. which is a great movie, but not what I wanted to see happen in the show. Uh, but again, I do think it was a good choice for the character. So there, there's a part when, after Joel, when Joel and Ellie get there, uh, that one of the doors shuts. Did you guys see that? Yes. I thought you thought it was bill. Yeah. I, I was curious, like. What was that? Yeah. I don't, maybe it's just the wind, but I guess it was the wind. Yeah. Cause he goes, Ellie, but and then she's it, just sitting in the dining room. Yeah. They made a huge, like the camera focused in on mm-hmm. it. So it was, was it was interesting. Maybe he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, so uh, Joel was about to enter the, the bedroom and that the doors would cause him to not actually enter the bedroom. So maybe it was just kind of like some sort of, Oh yeah. He was trying to open up the door and then the door yeah. shut. So, took his attention off and he's yeah. like, fuck that door. I don't got a shank. <laughs> Can't get in there. I don't have a shave. You need a shave to get into yeah. the door. I always keep two on me. Damn it. I broke the rules. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then Joel and Ellie arrive is the next thing that we see. And that's what we're talking about now. Joel knows the code to the gate. So it, it tells you that he goes there all the time. Um, he sees that the flowers outside are dead. That's not a good sign. The door is unlocked. The, now the grass is not as green. Joel yeah. is uh, alarmed. Uh, that's not like Bill at all. And the last meal that they ate is still sitting there. The food's all moldy. Ellie kind of plays the piano a little bit. Joel says, stay here. I love how she doesn't know how to react to his house at first. She's like, what the fuck? Yeah. This yeah. is so nice. Yeah. yeah. This is like, how people she's live. never seen an actual like house, house look like a house. Yeah. She's right. never been in the woods. Yeah. She didn't know what a hat was. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. What the fuck? Uh, but yeah, Joel tells her to stay there. And then, yeah, he sees the door slamming. So comes back Ellie and she's sitting there holding a, a note that Bill left uh, to whomever, but probably Joel um, and a key. I thought I could have qualified under the whomever. Yeah, that's why I went and read it. I'm, I'm whomever. Um, and I like that Joel's reaction. This is so great. Um, he goes, so they're dead. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. he's like a straight to the point, so like no frills. Everybody lie, dies around me eventually kind of person. Um, you want to take this part, Steve? I've been talking 90% of this episode. Oh, you can keep going. Like I'm I basically I just so feel bad. Ellie starts reading the, the note and it's, I love the way it starts off where she's like, you know, you know, I, this is for Joel, something along the lines of like, I knew this is probably you, Joel, because everyone else would have fallen victim to my traps. 
Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Elliot doesn't know what he 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 yeah. is, so she's visibly confused by that, uh, which is you know a cute little moment of levity. Um, but the note kind of continues like, "I was happy when everyone died. There was one person worth saving, and that's what I did. That's why men like you and me are here, Joel. We have a job to do. Uh, take all my stuff, use it to." And then Ellie stops, and Joel takes the letter. From use them her. to keep, yeah. Yeah, Joel takes a letter from her and goes to read it. And you kind of see on the page, it says, use use it to keep Tess safe, which obviously he has not done. She's already dead. Yeah. But on his face, I love that this, you can see Joel reacting to what Bill has written in a way that like he is starting to, re, re, he's starting to get his purpose in life back looking at Ellie. Right. Yeah, at like, that moment, I think he made his decision like, OK, yeah, like this is what I think. And the test thing was a wrench and what was forming to be like a res- resolve to to look out for Ellie. And he's already been getting an affinity for her. Right. And like, he's becoming his surrogate daughter. And yeah, this um, is kind of how he finds his new purpose. Yes. It's through Bill's purpose. And Bill's like, look, we're the same. We're mm-hmm. really good at killing people. We got a certain set of skills. It's, it's, it's me, you, Liam Neeson, us three. <laughs> and we, do, we have to. A purpose. Right? Haven't seen Liam in years. I don't know what he's up to. <laughs> I assume he's still doing C action flicks, even in the apocalypse. Um, he's making his own DVDs. Would for they him. have even known who Liam Neeson was in 2003? It's after the prequels, buddy. It's quite oh, on. That's Jen. true. Yeah, he's quite on. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. That's quite gone, Jin. That's Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Um, and he says, stay here. He goes out to the garage. He finds the truck, the S10 Chevy. It's a smaller truck than in the game. Wasn't the game like a, what, I, I the game was wasn't exactly, a dually. Yeah. Really? Was, yeah. It was the same. No, truck. it was a crew cab for sure. Because she sat in the back in the game at first when she's got the magazine yeah, and the stuff. Game, the game truck is pretty massive. Yeah, is it's it a really? bigger yeah. truck for yeah, sure. It's, it's not an S10. Um, it's definitely a four wheel drive. I did, <laughs> Plus, not- Joe ain't driving no goddamn S10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Bill has his truck, a battery, lots of supplies. Was there like bomb stuff in the fridge or was that how to, I don't understand this, what that was. It was all the equipment to put the battery together. Oh, to make a battery? Yeah. That's what he said. I made a battery, but I didn't believe him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. he just lied to her and said, there's a battery in there. How yeah. do you make a battery? Let, with the, the sulfur what, bottle and then the, the, the top and then the things. See, that this were, is why I'd be dead for sure. I would yeah. open the fridge and ate that shit. And be, been like, oh, why like, was it in the fridge? Oh, is this soup? <laughs> it's like oatmeal. This is weird licorice. Um, yeah, I had no idea what that was. I thought it was like a, a, a game. I thought it was a, a bullet and pill for like the bombs that he makes and stuff. I think there is a bullet and pill in there, but I'll save that. Okay. Okay. Okay, Dan. Um, so he goes back in. Uh, let me find my notes here. To whomever, probably Joel already did that. It's very sad. It finds the bomb. I said bomb stuff, question mark. Um, he goes in and asks her to show 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 him her arm because he's made a decision. Uh, the other bites are healed as well. He says, hey, I got a brother talking about Tommy in Wyoming. He used to be a firefly. I was looking for him anyway. He can maybe tell us where that lab or whatever the fuck is, right? He's, he's still uh, planning on dropping Ellie off with yes. some of the fireflies. But again, when they... Each point that he gets to where he's supposed to be rid of Ellie, something goes wrong. And so he's already made his decision to continue this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't want to talk about tests. She asks about tests. He's like, Look, ground rules. Don't ask about tests. In fact, we're not going to talk about our past lives our at histories. all. Yeah, no, no personal shit. Uh, also, you don't tell anybody about your condition. Um, 
they'll just shoot you in the face. They're not going to yep. ask any questions. Yep. Uh, and then Chains of Love starts playing. I've never heard that song. I'm not familiar with that, but I, I took note of it. Mm-hmm. So it's you should song. know, Steve. I'm glad you took note of it, my man. Are you a Chains of Love fan? Uh, who isn't? Apparently me. <laughs> I, I do like cream. <laughs> I like me some cream. In the white room. Uh, they go to the bunker downstairs. Uh, this guy, this Bill guy was a genius. Yeah. <laughs> Way more stuff than in the game. In the oh, game, yeah. it was like a dirty bench and one shotgun or something. And like, like a diner or something. Yeah, and like a workbench that you could <laughs> yeah. use to upgrade your guns. But no, he's still got his prepper basement and full swing down there. In what world does Joel not fill his entire fucking S10 with all of these guns? What is going on? Right. Grab that one. Grab that one. (laughs) Grab that one. You don't want to carry that. You only carry what you can carry on your person. Because who knows? I can fill the truck up with guns. If they take a stop and he walks off to look at something, somebody could walk up there and grab a gun from the back of the bed. Now they got a gun against him. Well, you don't put him in the back of the bed. He's not given. Put him in the cab. Under okay. the seat. Those well, seats lean well, if forward. If they can get into the bed of the truck, I bet they can get into the cab. <laughs> no, we did miss something. You Ellie never does. lock your truck, Steve. Ellie does have a gun now. She oh, did, that's true. She, we did miss she that. She did find a gun. That She's was so Frank's, happy. It was Frank's gun. Mm-hmm. It was yep. this little gun he kept yeah. in, the, in, the, little, in the drawer. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> that's all she needs. Yeah. Th- this is where we also find out that uh, uh, Bill kind of ran the the PA system for the 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 code, the song code. Yes. And it was where if tell him, Steve, if he doesn't activate it. Uh, each week, it automatically plays the Danger song, which is kind of scary. Because, or not scary, but which it's, song it, is it? It's it's crazy because the first episode, the end of the first episode, that's when the song started playing. So Bill and Frank have been dead since the very first episode of yep. the show, and that, like right around that time was when they died. And so they've been going towards this location the, the entire time, He's been not dead knowing the whole that they've time. been dead. He which is stinking. kind of oh wow. Well, that's when Duran Duran played. It was, <laughs> Was it during on film? Yeah. <laughs> Pesh mode. I think the danger song should be, I'm on my way. No, nah, the final danger countdown. Zone. I don't know. I don't should know be the final song. countdown. The final <laughs> countdown. Oh, yeah. Let's play some Europe, baby. Uh, <laughs> he, he make gives, sure to get uh, Ellie some deodorant. Yeah, he gives Ellie some deodorant. Some stinky ass. Uh, then they get into the truck, and this is oh, the she, first they, time. She both take showers, and she tells Joel, you definitely need a shower as well. You we'll stank. You stank. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Uh, but yeah, they get into the car. This is Ellie's first time in a in a vehicle, a truck. So she's just having a she's great time playing the with the hair. mirrors. It's like a spaceship. Uh, she finds, as they start pulling out, she gets into the glove compartment and finds a cassette tape. And she puts it in the player. And it's uh, the Linda Ronstadt song, Love, Love uh, Long, Long Time. And Joel, at first, Joel's like, leave it alone. Don't play that. Oh, wait a minute. Well, this song's minute. fire. This is Linda. I'll fuck <laughs> this is Linda. That's Linda Ronstadt. This, this you guys heard about Linda? And she's like, eh, it's all right. It it's better than nothing. Yeah. But there's a cool moment. It's tiny little details like this that I love where he's like, put your seatbelt on. Uh, and then she, she doesn't know what a fucking yeah, seatbelt is. She like, this, looks at him and he's like, huh? This is a seatbelt. He clicks it. This She's like, that oh, damn Fedra, awesome. Fedra learning. <laughs> yeah. Damn Fedra school. Um, and then the, the, the camera, the episode ends with the open window where Bill and Frank, uh, lie because Bill and his note said, we left the window open in the bedroom. So it won't stink as bad, but don't go in there. I'm sure it's a sight. Um, and so it, it, the camera kind of backs into that room and through the open window, you can see the truck drive. It's a great it's, shot. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, as, but as the song plays. Love, and on love, the love, wall, love. you can see a portrait of Bill, probably almost certainly painted by Frank. Uh, but it'd be funny if Bill just did that before Frank got there. <laughs> he, I love Bill. <laughs> Finger paints. Yeah. It's just a crayon drawing. I think it, it says I think Bill. it was that portrait that he was painting earlier when. Um, the one that's kind of goofy yeah, on the, the one side. Yeah. It's the same one. Yeah. 
At least he got to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess art's never really finished. You just stop at some point, right? Yeah. So it's time for our top three favorite fireflies. Let's do it. Number three, down to one. Steve, start us off. Uh, well, I love fancy edits and fancy transitions. You do? No, I really love the, the where it kind of pushes in on the fabric that oh, you see in the yeah. mass grave. And then it cuts to those living people wearing those outfits and it pulls back. And you kind of see the unfortunate victims that will be in the mass grave being rounded up by the government. And then we are introduced to Bill. I thought that was such a really creative way to go from the present day of the show to the flashback yes. and introduce Bill. Like it was so seamless and they did so much. Uh, they, they, they use their, their film real estate really well. Yeah. And I just, I got to throw that out as one of my favorite moments. Absolutely. Fireflies, baby. Jimmy, what's your number three favorite moment? Number three would be our uh, crush little friend, the stalker. Um, the, the, the interaction between Ellie and the, and the, I'm just going to call him a clicker. Cause we're not really sure. Maybe a half yeah. clicker stalker, whatever. Infected. Infected. There you go. Um, I really like that because it it's fleshing out more of of that um, interesting uh, line that Ellie's but crossing, you know, the yeah. curiosity, right? She's cutting into him, and we get we we also get to see um, up close, really, not just real quick snippets yeah. of, of what they actually look like, um, what's underneath their skin, and and uh, it really it develops Ellie's. Uh, you know, character a little bit more that, you, you know, you don't really get that in the game. So I, I like that a lot. That's my number three as well is what I call the tampon zombie, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is not a sentence I'd ever th- th- thought I've to say. I've met one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, I'm a tampon zombie. Um, oh. <laughs> I just, another meaning. I wish I hadn't said that twice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's so important to Ellie's character because again, uh, you know, it's that first one that is tough. And she asked Joel in the first episode, you know, Hey, did you ever like think about the people that they were? So yeah. she's had a curiosity about this. This was a hurdle she would need to cross to be able to survive on her own in this world. And she just dives right in. Like I need to, I need to do this. Right. So it's, it, it's really well done. Really Notice cool. he didn't even try to like, because one of the, one of his hands was free, so he didn't even try to. That's move. what I said earlier. I think he. Was, I made the joke like he's just sad. Yeah, like, he's like, dang. Oh, I was being. I was being so sneaky. Dang. Yeah, nope. one, yeah. He didn't even try. I. I Here I have, am. I'm. Too, <laughs> hi. <laughs> I fully. I fully expected him to be like, Wah. you know what yeah, I mean? Just yeah, some kind of jump quick, scare yeah. or something. And then Joel come in and. Pew. I think it was maybe the, it's because he wasn't connected to the fungal growth, so he was all by himself. I think he was just sad, man. He's just sad. Yeah, he's all by himself. Yeah, in it's the, embarrassing in that secret tunnel. No, he is connected to the fungal growth, and all of his friends are laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, he's still like, under oh, them. Still under them rocks. The man, everyone's <laughs> Steve. Everyone's in the city having a great moss orgy, and I'm here in the secret tunnel all by myself. That's where he was trying to go. He was trying to get there real quick and mm-hmm. got crushed. He's trying to get them tampons. <laughs> he's a tampon zombie. <laughs> Got crushed. Steve, what's your number two? My number two is the meeting of Bill and Frank. Uh, mm. It's just a really, really enjoyable scene of the, you know, Frank, from Frank being stuck in the hole, like, uh, I'm not armed. Like, yeah. the, just their whole disposition and back and forth is really funny and heartwarming. And you immediately like Frank. Like, you can, you can really see, you know, very quickly that he's a very likable dude. And you can understand. The Arby's line is where I was like, okay. Yeah. And, and, and he's a likable dude, <laughs> but he's also a great foil for a free Bill. lunch at Arby's. <laughs> it's a restaurant. It's a man. restaurant. Capitalism, baby. Frank would have never ate at Arby's if we're being 
Yeah, for, yeah, no, that, no, he he did not enjoy a four for four. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Was, did Arby's do the four for four? Yes, at one time. No, that was Wendy's. Or was that Wendy's? They had five for five. five. Yeah, five, for five. five. Okay. When we were kids, you know what a fucking beef and cheddar costs? Like five bucks by itself now. Yeah. It yeah. Is, you got five of those for five bucks? It's it, like, yeah. Fire. Yeah, and I would too. Yeah. Well, I'd get a couple curly fries because I'm not a peasant. Arby's sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Dude, I want Arby's. They turn over. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Arby's. They have the beef. <laughs> we have the meat. What do you think Arby's paid for to get their name drop in this episode? <laughs> What, five beef be, and cheddar is probably really funny if like <laughs> it's a lot some, what are some funnier restaurants bill could have said in that moment like what is this red robin and then bill goes yum <laughs> yum. <laughs> yum this isn't a panda express <laughs> so my number two was uh, the raider uh attack this is the first time we see uh villains other than the the infected obviously raiders play a huge role in the game um, and I was really excited just to see Bill's town um, in action, right? Yeah, um, that's the traps were a big ex- part of the game. Yeah, I was expecting this whole game or whole show that to be the forefront of it. And it's almost better now that that we saw just a little bit of it, um, and just to see Bill going, you know, ham like John Bill, Wayne, yeah, yeah, John Wayne, and out there mm-hmm. uh, with his single bolt his bolt action rifle. You yeah, know I mean, you think all those weapons. Um, but that moment, that moment was really cool, just to see um, all the work that he'd put in. And when he's laying there on the on the ca- or on the counter, and he's asking to call Joel, he's like, "Don't worry, the fans will kill the rest of them." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was my number two. Well, the one thing that we really didn't get at all is the fact that, like in the game, Bill actually corrals the infected as part of his defenses. Yep, uh, and like traps them in there for other people. And those are some of the ones you have to kill entering Bill's town in the game. Uh, they didn't do that at all in the show. But. Yeah, in the game, Joel's like, don't step there. Yeah, he, kno- yeah, he just knows. Um, my number two is uh, the letter that Ellie is reading and eventually gives to Joel from Bill. Um, again, mostly Joel's reaction and looking at Ellie and realizing like that what Bill is speaking is the truth about who they are as people and his existence. And Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's, that's a good pick. That's why I've been so empty and that, that is what I need. And it helps his resolve to carry on with the journey with Ellie. Um, uh, it was a very, it was my last crying moment in this episode. I knew it. It was number three. So we skipped over number two, which is my number one firefly. So we'll talk about it in a second. Steve, what is your number one favorite moment of this episode? My number one favorite moment is the strawberries. Oh, awesome. Aww. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was, it was just, you know, it was very fun to see. And I, I love guys. I don't know if you know this about me. But I love love. I love love. <laughs> I, like love I love, love it. I love it. And so just I love that. I love that for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the, the you know, you get some of that Bill and Frank comedy where he's like, I sold one of your guns for some seeds. He's like, which gun? Like it was a small one. He's, he's, you know, in any like any relationship that I think works is like usually there's there's a there's one member of the relationship that's kind of pulling the other one along in a way. Mm-hmm. At least that's been my experience. Like someone who's a little bit more like, no, we gotta we gotta sit here and do things. And then the other person's like, no, live life. Come live life with me. And it's a fun push and pull. And the moment when he says like, you know, I, I wasn't scared until I met you is just, oh, that really hit me deep in the feels. And, you know, 
And then it and, and then it ends perfectly with like you know they start to be intimate. He's like, wait a minute, we're not not in the strawberries, <laughs> not in the strawberry. <laughs> you know, I, I you know I feel like we've all been there as adults. Who Definitely been in the been strawberries. Intimate. Yeah, it might not be strawberries. It may be a pizza that you guys ordered in bed, or and if, <laughs> that was too specific. <laughs> <laughs> You're making out on your pizza boxes. Steve? Yeah, yeah but, I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, that's, you, that's why I loved it. I always want to do that. Like I want to give in to passion, like the movies, and like sling all the plates off the table. Yeah. Off the table. Yeah. But I'm too, yeah. I'm too, whatever is wrong with me. I'd, I'd be, I'm stacking them, you know, yeah. let's just go over hold, here. Yeah. Like, hold on real quick. Let me just put them in the, in the sink real quick. <laughs> just stand up. And so, <laughs> just don't, put your hands around the plates. You guys do it while standing? Sometimes. Oh, that's crazy. How does that even work? That doesn't take me long. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <not bad. laughs> we can do it anyway. You only got to lift them up and for a I'm couple done. seconds. <laughs> I'm the opposite of Bill. That's yeah. a 30 rock joke. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I never watched it. Steve. Or maybe, I'm Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Jimmy. I'm Jimmy. Uh, my number, number one. My number one was Bill's note uh, on a couple different levels. One being um, it's such a huge part of the games, right? The 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 notes that you find, they they develop, you know, the the sub uh, plots within the game. Right. So I really like that. Um, and then, you know, basically what you said, um, it sets Joe off like he 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 makes a decision. He goes outside. He reads over again, and I thought he was crying at first, and I was like, there's no way they're going to make Joel cry. <laughs> Not yet. I thought he was just in the yard bawling, and then they uh, – which he was probably pretty close. I mean, obviously uh, – Yeah, I thought he left to not show Ellie the, his emotion. Yeah. You know, that's how I took that scene. Um, but w- what Bill was saying in, in the letter, um, this is a really, really awesome moment uh, to kind of just catapult Joel into the thinking like, okay, uh, if it's about protecting somebody, I got to protect – Ellie, yeah, and, and uh, we're you know I'm gonna take it all the way. So uh, at least that, that, Wyoming, yeah, at least <laughs> at least to my brother, <laughs> I'm gonna pawn it, pawn her off on him. Yeah, uh, my number one favorite moment was the the gunshot, the scene where Bill was shot laying on the kitchen table, and Frank's very calmly taking care of his wound, and he's just panicking and not thinking about his own death or his own safety or, at all. All he's thinking about is how to set Frank up to be okay without him there. Right. Um, in his last moment, and that's, that's love, right? When you can not think about yourself on the precipice of death, then you know that that's love. Um, cause I think that my definition of love is, is some measure of selflessness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because evolutionarily we're, we're just wired to think about ourselves and our own survival. And so the only thing that can overcome that, uh, hard, hard wiring is, is love. And, and I just thought that was a, a stunning scene. Um, so yeah, that's it there. Let's talk I about. Got, the, I got some uh, breaking, sad breaking news, actually. Okay. Um, uh, Annie Annie Wershing, she was the uh, the actress who played Tess in the video game, uh, passed away today due to cancer. Oh wow! Aww. Yeah, that's terrible. Man, that's a bummer. Yeah, she was also in Twenty Four, Bosch, Timeless. I think she was the Borg Queen in Star Trek. Um. So yeah, what a weird, wild that that happened as the Last of Us is kind of playing. Yeah, that's crazy. Weird. Um, okay. Um, our bullets and pills. Um, I don't pills, baby. <laughs> I didn't know if you're, <laughs> I didn't want to, baby. I said bullets and, bullets and pills. Um, I, one of mine was the note that from Bill. Yeah. Cause like Jimmy yeah. said, uh, a lot of the game is reading those notes that you found. Uh, so that's a great one, but Steve kick us off. We'll go around the room until we all run out. Okay, well, the first one I wrote down was uh, the keychain on Ellie's backpack is the panda that you often see in her backpack in the game. 
Very cool. Very I think cool. It's a red panda. Is it a panda? I thought it was an alien. I, I could have. Oh, you know, maybe it was an alien in the game, but there was yeah. a, it was like a red panda looking thing on 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 the backpack. But yeah, it's definitely I, definitely something hanging from the her backpack. It's either a panda <laughs> or an, an alien. alien panda. Let us know, folks. Yeah, Jimmy. Um, uh, I like that that Joel called it Outbreak Day. Uh, he verbally said, yeah. you know, September 26th, uh, outbreak day. So I thought that, not that that's in the game, but it, it's very huge in the last of us community and, and naughty dog and stuff. So mm-hmm. I really like that. Chris, um, I'm going to double dip if I can. Oh, you double dipping. Well, not only did the, I, I mentioned the note that bill had, but right. it had the, he told him the code to mm. the bunker, like specifically that in the game, that's how you get codes to unlock doors by reading the notes. And if you don't read the oh, notes, pretty sure yeah. one of them also says that it's the same as this. It does, backwards. but that's in the second game, which is wild, but is it really? Well, I think so. Mm. I played them both back to back, so I get them confused, but anyway, so there's that, uh, but also the gas mask, um, that Bill's wearing, I think is a, you want some gas mask guys, you know, because in the games you wear them frequently. Uh, we got to put this in the trailer. So if everyone thinks it's spores, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, uh, well, there's a scene when, uh, Joel and Ellie go into that gas station or whatever it is. And there is an arcade cabinet specifically for mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is in reference to a very, almost identical conversation that they have in the game. When they get to Bill's town, Ellie finds an arcade cabinet for a game called angel knives. Yeah, it's not Mortal Kombat. It's a game called Angel Knives, and she mentions. I don't know. Did she say it in the show that she had a friend that used to play it all the time? Yeah. Well, though we actually see that as well. Well, she says she has a friend that that was an expert, and then she starts to talk about Melina. Or yeah. Melina. Well, safe to say we'll probably get to you know know who that yep. that friend is. That's that's going to be coming. Uh, Jimmy, um, I I put the toolbox or the stash uh, in in the games. You get upgrades. Uh, by finding toolboxes, so I thought that was pretty cool. So when when they're in that store with with the Mortal Kombat, um, he what he gets all of his little stuff out of was a was a green toolbox. So um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see what I got. Uh, the generator uh, mm. that Bill has. Now it's just a, a thing that you need if you're going to have electricity without society. But I think it was specifically an allusion to all the generators that you have to start up in the game. That one specific generator that you try, all those stalkers are attacking you and in the game yeah. yeah it's the worst it's, it's the worst part of the game it's a huge uh, god it's so scary I, had to, I called jimmy it's like midnight and i didn't want to do it he didn't answer i don't want to do it alone yeah sometimes we'll play separate games but in a playstation party so you talk like, to each other yeah. yeah and i was like because we're scared hey man we <laughs> we doing man you know <laughs> but eventually i got Played through a spooky it game yeah <laughs> But, I, you know, I'm 34, so that's normal. <laughs> Steve, I'll grow up one day. Steve. Uh, the man- mandatory evacuation sign that you see in Bill's town is exactly how those mandatory evacuation signs appear in the game form of Bill's town. Nice. What was the date on it? Was it the 30th, I think? Oh, I didn't see the actual date. Yeah, I, I think it was the 30th. So 26th is when outbreak day started. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there was a time frame on there, and I think it was the 30th. So four days later. September 30th, it would have been? Yeah, September 30th. August 29th is when Bill died. That's two days after my birthday. Oh, three days, three after, days yours. after mine. Oh, so you killed him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Putting two and two together. Yeah. I put uh, uh, the gun bench uh, we see down in, in Frank's uh, or Bill's lair, Bunker. his little lair. Um, and it, it's a real quick shot. You see uh, a gun sitting on it and it's all taken apart. And I fully expected Joel to just go over there and 
start putting it together. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, that would have been pretty He's upgrading. Cool. Yeah. Uh, more capacity in this gun. Yeah. Too. Changing everything on the gun with a little screwdriver. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Just wipe it off and now it <laughs> shoots faster. Right. Um, I think leaving the AR counts. I'm going to call that because in the game, you don't get that particular rifle until like the last 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they had a choice to make with like, if the kind of the soldier would have something like this, Bill or uh, Joel would take it as part of his character and we'll have to have a reason for him to not have it because it's so not part of the game that Joel just runs around with an AR. Right. right. So anyway, that's, I put that in there. It's a, it's a lo- uh, a wide swing, but I did it. Damn it. <laughs> you did it. Steve. Uh, the rules that Joel lays out, uh, that exchange with him and Ellie are almost word for word, exactly how it plays out in the game. Uh, it's almost, I, I, if it's not exactly the same, it's incredibly close. Uh, e- even, um, Ellie's, uh, replies to him are, are pretty identical. Awesome. And Jimmy, um, the clothes that they change into after they shower, um, the green flannel and the red shirt, even the, the logo on her shirt is exactly um, the clothes that they are wearing, it would be going into the fall, not the fall section or the s- summer section of the yeah. game, um, which I thought was really cool. And, and Pedro Pascal looks so much like Joel. I think we were talking it's about scary. it throughout the he game. Sounds, throughout, yeah. Like the scene where he was given the, the rules. Yeah. Like Steve was just talking about, like there was a moment where I almost got choked up. Cause like if you close your eyes, it just sounds like you're listening to the game. It's yeah. wild. It's insane. Uh, um, yeah. I thought that was cool. I'm going to say the seatbelt. I think asking Ellie to put the seatbelt on is a really important scene in the game. Um, I don't know if that'll come back or whatever. Probably not. Uh, So I thought it was nice that they had that little thing there, right? Where it was nice for her character too, because it's further showing that there's so much things about the real world, simple things that she doesn't know about. So they kind of double whammy, double dip there as you do. Dipping dots. Dipping dots. <laughs> Delicious. Steve? Mm, yummy. Uh, there's a scene when, when Ellie finds uh, Frank's gun, she's literally like going through all the different drawers <laughs> until she finally gets to it. And if you play the Last of Us game, a lot of your time is spent going through drawers. Empty drawers. I, too. Yeah, half of them have nothing. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. makes me so you even mad. even bend down and open a drawer and it's like, damn it. <laughs> Why do I waste Why that I energy? That? <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, then... Uh, I think I'm done after years. I, the, the last thing I had was the shot of the window um, at the end of the episode from, from Bill and Frank's room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they've done this a couple times in yeah. the show. It's the, it, it alludes to the start menu of the game. Where oh, yeah. It's the alludes to the start menu of the game. It's also the final shot yeah. in a couple different situations yeah. that I can't really get into in the game. Um, I, I think that's really cool that they keep they keep doing that paying homage to the game. Yeah. So um, I really like that. Uh, uh, we could just be like straight, like connecting dots that, you know what I mean? That yeah. really aren't there. That's what but, bullets and pills are yeah, for, baby. Pills, baby. <laughs> it even could be, I, I put checking for the car battery. When yeah. He opens the truck. That's a huge part of the game. And when he gets there, he's dismayed that there isn't one in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, I thought it was cool that he had to put it together too. Yeah. Truck was on there, but we, we discussed, that it's it's a different truck, but I thought for sure it was the same truck. But you know, agree to disagree. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that he opens the fridge and the whole point of going through Bill's town is in the game is to do little little chores for him or, or gather some things so that you can you can get a car back. Yep. And I thought that was really cool. 
Not there yet, baby. Not right? there. Uh, now it's time for our final segment. Our oh yeah, just skip me. Yeah, skip. Oh, skip fuck. all my bullets. Hey. No big deal. No big deal. All Whatever. our pills. You're I, right. It's time for our final segment. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what's your last pill, buddy? I have several pills. Oh, uh, oh. I, I'll just Share blaze em. through them. Uh, when she says, "Like, man, this car, this truck's like a spaceship." Oh yeah. That's a big allusion to something that happens in the second game. I actually did have that written down. Uh, when he opens the, the, he didn't. When he opens the garage, <laughs> spaceship. <laughs> when he opens the fridge and seals all the battery components, there is a Got there's that a cup down. that has sulfur written on it for I assume sulfuric acid. Mm. Um, in the in the game, sulfuric acid is used to hide uh, Ellie's bite mark um, from people. Uh, it happens off screen, but it's in, is it in the second game where she talks about that or something. Yeah. Yeah. She That's talks, right. she's talking about it to one of the other characters cause they think she's been burnt. Yeah. And she's like, no, actually I was bit and I burned myself yep. to hide the bite mark. Right. Nice. Um, uh, and then, uh, there's also, I, I, I have to do this every time cause this is my role on Str- since stranger things. I got to tell you what songs play. There's I'm coming home to stay by Fleetwood Mac white room by cream long, long time by Linda Ronstadt and chains of love by erasure. 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 Chains of love. That's how it goes. I'm tied to you with chains of love. I made that. You got it. You got it, it, buddy. Um, Any hoozle. Now it's time for our final segment, the outbreak performance of the episode. Is there any chance that either of you have something different than me for the outbreak performance? I don't think so. I mean, I'm looking at Steve like he might have went wild on us here. I considered... I'm looking at Steve's notes. It says Frank's pectorals. That's not how this works. The left one, particularly. He does those things deserve every award? <laughs> they made me break out. Uh, I know that. Can you imagine if he could, if he could do the flex them all at one in time? And you know like, he bum, can. Bum, yeah. bum, 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 with, oh my god! You don't get. Ch- he would have free room like and board that. at my apartment anytime he wants. All right. Chris is doing it right <laughs> oh, now. Chris is doing it right now. I'm trying. I think it's working. I think, you I think your camera? camera's so blown out, we can't see the so definition on your way. Everything <laughs> about me is blown out. <laughs> <laughs> What's your outbreak performance, Steve? Uh, it's Nick Offerman. Mm. Yeah! Uh, Jimmy? Yep. Okay. Originally, I did put Murray Bartlett, uh, just because I was so taken in by his how charming he was. Frank's but, great. But, but the more I thought about it as we were going through the breakdown, I just thought, like, man, Nick Offerman is doing such a wonderfully subdued uh, and layered performance. Yeah. And it's like, it's incredible. You have to give it to him. Yep. Uh, a trifecta, a ubiquitous streamy award given to you, Nick Offerman. I know you listen, you deserve it. Big fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I whittled together a pair of headphones that I listened to the show on with my whittling knife. I can't figure out the discord, but just tell all those other uh, folks in there. I said, hi. Tell them all to leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) How do you turn off these notifications? Um, That's a good Nick Offerman there, Steve. Well, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode uh, anywhere near as much as we did. I have a feeling that I see the discord blowing up already with people like, oh my God, I'm crying so much. So it looks like everybody's loving the episode. (laughs) Hold on. What was Uh, the first time you cried in the show? We know two and three. No, the first was... uh, when he talks about the suicide plan on okay. the couch, the second was the gunshot and the third was the letter. I gotcha. Tears, baby. <laughs> Tears, baby. Shouldn't that be a new segment? Like we, we, when, where, how often, when where did, did I cry? Where did, where did Chris, Chris, Chris cry? cry? <laughs> Let's try to guess. We could guess when Chris cries segment. I like that game. It's a fun game. 
It's my really easy bag. to win just every watch night him. before I sleep. Just watch <laughs> <laughs> the best is still when we were doing Hot D and there's that moment when Viserys walks into the throne room and I looked at you because it was such a great scene. I was ugly crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> ugly crying. <laughs> he was, I love you, man. Steve got uncomfortable. He left. <laughs> it's like, ooh. Call me when you're done. He texts me, call me when you're done. <laughs> Dry it up. Dry it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a big crier, but thank you. And that was a moment that was, of my yeah. life. Yeah, that was. Uh, thank you all for listening so much. Again, don't forget to email streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Follow us everywhere. Mailbag is coming up. It's important that we get your email. Mailbag. Baby. <laughs> we just do it with baby and with everything. Um, but until next time, that's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. I'm Steve. I'm Jimmy. And this was Streaming Things, Last of Us. Pew, 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 pew. I don't know about, <laughs> don't know about that one. <laughs> Happy streaming. This month, we got some new patrons to thank. We are so thankful, so grateful to all of you who throw your hard-earned monies our way. Money, money, monies. We got the new Try Before You Deny producers, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez and Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car. That is actually their (laughs) Christian name. I can't imagine the. Does that fit in a library card? Rabbit dog in a Barbie car. Yes, because in a Barbie car is is put as a last name. So okay, what's the middle initial? I thought uh, N was the middle initial. No, you're right. I thought it was like rabbit dog N. I don't think in that part of the world wherein rabbit dog hails, there is a middle name. Mountain time. Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> in the Marty B VIP producers category, we've added Node KS Charlie Friday. That's not real. It might be. That's awesome. You were named after a secret agent, and I love it. Heather Joe, Sheila Huff. Um, I'm so sorry in advance. I'm going to try my best. Niame McDyer and Micah Tybee. Micah Tybee. Micah Tybee? I was reading that one before. Ethan Gregory. I got that one. Casey McNatt, Nicole Herring, and Daisy JT. And in the chocolate pudding producers, we've added Meddler on the Roof. Love it. Lane Crawford, Christiana Saya, Blaze King, Ellie Montiranta, Randy F., Carrie Jared, Carrie Gerard, Carrie Jared, Carrie Gerard, Tyler Sowers, Cadet, Alyssa Anderson, Sabra Watkins, Jade Spade Marmalade, and Naris Martinez. And in the Friends Don't Lie producers, we've added Mike and Sheila. And I, again, apologize to anyone whose name I did not pronounce correctly. Uh, I did my best. My heart was in it. I feel like Mike's going to be like, it's McKay. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. It could be. Thank you all so much. We love you. Bye.